This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, Episode 88. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Well, it's late, but I wanted to get this episode out to my VIP list before the weekend. And by the way, if you're not on my VIP list, just go to topagentsplaybook.com and sign up. It's that easy. I'll send you the actual Top Agents Playbook, where I detail the exact strategies of what real estate's top agents are doing to dominate their market. Well, I just finished a very interesting webinar all about telephone prospecting. During the session, Aaron shared a very cool prospecting matrix he's built that quickly shows what calls are going to give you the best return on your time investment. We also shared some killer scripts and strategies we've learned from some of the top agents in our industry. If you're a Best Agents member, you can jump into the Members Lounge and watch the video we recorded of the whole session and also check out the PowerPoint presentation that includes so many proven scripts. If you're in Australia or New Zealand and you're not a Best Agents member, why not head over to bestagents.com.au now and see if your exclusive postcode is available so you can start getting your hands on our back catalogue of webinars and a stack of other career-boosting tools and ideas. I'll put the link in the show notes for this episode, but to check and see if your exclusive membership postcode is now available, go to bestagents.com.au. Well, today's guest is Mindset Motivational Royalty. His father is a household name in the space and with good reason. In fact, there have been many times in my life where I've sought solutions, encouragement and inspiration from his books, CDs and cassettes. Yes, I know that dates me, but I love those tapes. He has that rare gift to get inside your head and help you quickly reach a better place or give you the tools to change your state, as he would say. To discover his son is following in his footsteps blew me away, so I quickly tracked him down to discover he delivered a widely acclaimed TED Talk at the age of just 25. Massive effort. He's a best-selling writer, has a very popular podcast, and has developed a revolutionary approach to helping people accelerate their results. Wikipedia describes him as a performance coach and motivational speaker, but he's way more than that. Listen to how well he knows and can define his target market and check out his strategies for personal accountability. He gives us some incredibly useful tips around getting a great night's sleep, the importance of good nutrition and the power of movement. I've already listened to this session a couple of times and I think it's going to be on high rotation for quite a while. So for your listening pleasure, let me present my interview with the one and only Jarek Robbins. Well, Jarek Robbins, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook. How are you doing? Very well, sir. Thank you for having me, and thank you for all the top agents tuning in and giving us a little piece of life. I appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure. I want to uh, I'll, let's get in an early plug for what you're doing at the moment because uh, I don't want to leave this to the end of the podcast. So I'm with Jarek Robbins, and if you'd like to get Jarek's uh, uh, free download design your ideal day just go to jarekrobbins.com that's j-a-i-r-e-k robbins r-o-b-b-i-n-s.com and you'll be able to get it um, right there and you'll be able to communicate with the man himself so Jarek tell me 
What's going on at the moment? It's uh, Where are we? We're in the beautiful North American summer of, of 2017, coming into the Australian-New Zealand winter, or well in the winter, I guess. What are the... What are the key strategies? I guess nothing's, nothing changes over time, but what are the key strategies that you're helping your clients with to, uh, to get more results, to design the ideal day? Uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Sure. Um, so we tend, and I'll, I'll give you context of who we work with, and then you'll see why this makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, we tend to work with 35 to 45 year old male entrepreneurs uh, who own one to five companies. Um, they have five to 50 plus employees or team members on their team. Uh, they have zero to three children, zero meaning one on the way or something like that. Um, they're usually in a significant relationship or wanting one. And, and they make about 250000 a year take-home income all the way up to 500 if not more. Usually 500 is about the range where it makes sense the most to work with us. Um, and that's net-net. That's like in their pocket after taxes. That's what they come home with and, and get to play with for the rest of the year. Uh-huh. So in that range, we know that the challenges going on in their world are they are smart, hardworking individuals who know what they should be doing. And don't have enough freaking hours in the day to get all that shit done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Period. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've you've <laughs> so, just you've just described a lot of real estate agents I know. I guess. Uh, do you yeah. work with any real estate people? Uh, or have we you in do. the past? Yep. Okay. We do. There was a guy. Let me see if I could find the exact. I, I can paraphrase what he said. Uh huh. Um, but I'll, I'll get you an exact word for word what he said. He was up in Keller Williams in Nashua, I think it is. It's the northeast in the United States. Okay. Um, one minute, it's loading, taking its sweet time. Uh, as soon as this page pops up, I'll, I'll read you word for word what he said. Okay. Oh, here it is. Um, let's see, where is it? There it is. Uh, Jarek helped me to finally get my act together. Not only did my real estate business explode from $3 million to $12.9 million, a 433% increase. He also helped me improve the overall quality of my life. Paul Yarmo, Keller Williams, Realty. Nice. Um, so, so, yeah, we work with those guys. Tell and, me and- tell me what you did with Paul that, that gave him this. Well, <laughs> you don't have to give away your secret sauce here, but give me a little bit of a helicopter view of how, how you helped Paul get a 433% increase. Sure. Um, well, there, there's two parts to it. There, there's personal performance, and there's 11 key factors to personal performance, and then there's business growth. Okay. And in business growth, depending on the business you're in, um, th- th- there's nine profit centers that 90% of the businesses on this planet, if, if you're in that range financially, if you use any one of these profit centers, you, you can double, triple, quadruple your business very quickly. I'll give you a sample example. Um, so one profit center, it's going to sound ridiculously easy, but most people, again, they know what to do. The reason they hire us is they need someone to sit down, make time on the calendar together, and actually do the work. And so we sat down, a friend of mine here in Tampa, she has a I guess you could call it a beauty salon. Um, they do waxing for women. Okay. <laughs> I think that's beauty. <laughs> I don't know what category that's in. That's a painful category in my mind. Buddy, we're getting um, off topic. <laughs> but but I'll tell you this. Here's something that's wild. So that's what she does. Okay. And, and we were talking to her and we said, okay, what what's the most profitable service you offer? Like you offer five, six services. What's the most profitable one? What if you just focus on selling more of that for the next three months? She was making $100,000 a year. Um, after three months of just focusing on her number one profit and, and, and the most profitable, not the most revenue generating, that screws us because sometimes we're like, oh, if I sell this property or oh, if I build this company or oh, if I do this, it'll make more revenue and I'll be the highest revenue grossing team in the 
you know, in the company yep. or the country or whatever. Yep. And, and that screws you because that's not the highest profit generator. And, and, and so you make all this money, but then you pay all this money and give away all your profit. And so for her, it was this certain thing. I think it was eyebrows or some type of waxing. Okay. And, and so she said, okay, I'm going to focus on that. That's all she focused on. She tripled her entire business in three months by only focusing on the profit center, that one service. Right. That's all she focused on. Right. She still offered the other ones, but all her marketing, all her referrals, all her conversations were all around that one service. Okay. And all of a sudden, boom, everything grew. And her okay. business tripled in three months. And, and so these things are easy. So with Paul, same thing. You comb through. And, and obviously, um, you know, you have buyers and sellers and stuff like that. But then you comb through and say, what other services do we offer? Where is the actual profit centers of our business? Simple example, there's not a lot of those in real estate that I know of. There's only so many things you could do. Yes. But if you figure out where the most profitable thing you do is, or sometimes you've got to add two or three more options to your tool belt. Like you only have one thing. I only list houses. That's all I do. Well, is that the most profitable thing you could be doing? Or are there other things you might be able to add that could be more profitable per transaction that you can add to it? And all of a sudden, you add something slightly different and you can make way more profit per transaction doing something else. Okay. Now, it goes against the grain of what you've done always and how it's always worked. But again, in this case, the goal is to make more profit and we're squeezing it out. Uh, next thing. Something simple out of those nine, I'll throw you one other one, um, referrals. How many different referral programs do you have? Now, I have friends in real estate and I receive those little Starbucks gift cards in the mail that says, thank you so much. I love it when you send me referrals. How's that working? <laughs> it's terrible. It's Sometimes I, it works. I hate seeing but... <laughs> that on the back of a business card. It's so, I don't know. I feel like having a shower after I, after I read that. It's, I, I personally think it's awful. It's not really marketing. No. So the question becomes, hey, wait a minute. How many different referral programs can you create? Yeah. And I'm a member of this program called Jet Smarter. It's really cool. Uh, basically, it's like 15 grand a year, and you get access to all the empty flights that private jets have to be moved from one airport to the next for whoever is renting it. And, and normally, it's pretty wild because those jets, to rent it from, let's say, Florida to New York is like $25,000 each way. Yeah. And really, you pay 15 grand once, and if someone's moving the jet from Florida to New York, you hop on for free and just go cool. as many times as you want the whole year. It's, it's, it's I steel. love that idea. Yeah. Steal. So in that program, one thing I'm – and, and they grew it this last year. They just got evaluated as a $1.5 billion unicorn startup. Uh-huh. And so I've been examining them and they're saying, what the hell are they doing that's working? And one thing they do is every three months on the freaking day – they roll out a new type of referral program. One month, it's like, hey, if you get someone to sign up, we'll give you 1,500 in credit, we'll give them 1,500 in credit. The next three months, if you get someone to sign up, we'll give you 3,000 in credit. The next three months, if you get five people to sign up this month, we'll give you a free year's membership. The next three months, it, every three months, it's a new referral program. Wow. It changes every three months, and it gets better sometimes, it gets worse sometimes, but every three months, they're pounding into their members' heads who do you know that can come and buy from us? And how can we incentivize you to do it? And so in real estate, how many referral programs do you have? And how often do you add a new one on the table and re-email every person you've ever done business with, with a new incentive that if they go help find someone for you, you'll hook them up with something great. Okay. okay. And that, like, if you roll that on a three-month schedule, meaning every three months, quarterly, four times a year, every three months, you've got something rolling out. 
And something this, rolling out. And this is what saying, you did with hey. Paul? Exactly. Or this one is of one things? of the things. There's uh-huh. nine of them. Okay. <laughs> so okay. there's nine things you can do. Now, there's also seven ratios and, and, and seven kind of key number spectrums you can look at to grow a business. Right. And, and, and these are going to sound overly simplistic. But again, the people we work with, they know they should be doing these things. Like if I go to a super busy real estate agent and say, hey, you should have a new referral program every three months. They're like, yeah, I know. Well, why don't you have one? Dude, if I had space to create a damn referral program, I'd create a hundred of them. I have no freaking time to do this shit is usually the response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We go, great, come work with us. We'll create time for you. <laughs> and, and, and we work together and make this stuff happen. We hold you accountable and don't let you slide. We don't let you slip. We don't let you go till next month and go, oh crap, I didn't do it. We kick you in the butt before you have a chance to do that. Accountability, um, Jarek. Exactly. Someone yeah. standing there saying, hey, you said you were gonna do X, did you do it? No, okay, let's do it right now. Yeah. Cancel the rest of the day, let's go. And they hold you accountable to actually follow through. The other side, the ratios. Again, these sound overly simplistic, but our client, it's they're not trying to learn what to do, they just need to freaking do it. And, and, and so that's who we work with. And, and the other side, ratios, simple ratios. I'll give you five. Number one, how many people know about who you are? I think the, the worst thing that could ever happen is for someone who wants to do business with you, who would love to work with you personally, who, who would just be out of their world, passionately grateful and excited for the opportunity to work with you, and they don't even know you exist. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. You've just <laughs> like described 95% of the market. Of, you've d- described 95% of agents, I think. Yeah, they don't even know you're there. Yeah. They don't even know you exist. Se- secret agents. Secret agents, they're hidden. You know, yeah. you got to find them in some office somewhere. Or maybe you'll see them on a park bench and not remember who they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but these things of like, okay, how many people really know who you are? Now, when I ask most people that, specifically real estate agents, they go, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a problem. Do you, do you think Pepsi doesn't know how many people know who, who what Pepsi is? No, they know, hey, we have X billions of people that know who Pepsi is. How do we know that? We do surveys. We do research. We understand our market. We understand how many people are in our market. We understand exactly how many eyeballs there are. And then we, we do testing and research to figure out how many people watch our commercials, how many people listen to our ads, how many people you know uh, read that certain magazine we rolled an ad in. We know how many people know that, quote unquote, we exist. Now, let's say there's 10,000 people in your city that know you exist. Wonderful, big question. How many of those have you been able to capture? Next, like, this is the next ratio. Yep. 10,000 people have seen your ad. They've seen your bus bench. They've seen your you know, poster. They've seen your plane flying a banner over the, you know, the, the beautiful city. I don't know what you do, but you have your marketing and, and you know 10,000 people have seen it. How many of those have you captured? Now, this is funky because people try to go, well, I don't know. I've got 2,000 people on Instagram. Is that capturing them? No. Not. <laughs> because now Facebook captured them. You didn't. Um, no, you know, that company can do what they want, but you don't have access to them. So, so how many did you capture? Their name, their phone number, their email, their, their, their physical address to mail them something? How many have you captured? Next ratio. How many know? How many have you captured? Next ratio. How many have you converted? How many, and these are super simple, but how many have you taken from, hey, you've given me information and now I've nurtured it, I've, I've added value, I've communicated with you, I've shown you what we can do as far as real estate's concerned, and I've gotten you to step over the line, shake my hand, and we've gotten you to purchase or sell something with us. Cool. How many of those, you know, let's say you had 10,000 knew who you are, 
you captured a thousand of those, which is pretty good. Out of the thousand, you've got one to convert. That's a shitty ratio. Yeah. <laughs> you like now we know where your pain is. You're having trouble converting the people you have into an actual seller or buyer. Now that's where we need to go do some work and figure out what to help. What the heck has to happen to actually get them to buy or sell from you? Or let's say you have a thousand people and you've gotten five hundred to buy or sell with you. Holy mackerel! You have a massive business. Like that is awesome. And then you go to the next question. How often do they buy or sell? And you're like, well, the thing is, most people only buy or sell houses every so many years. No, come on. This is where you got to add more services. How often can you get them to buy and rebuy from you? You know, can you set something up that every three months they come back and buy something? Yep. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, you know, home warranty insurance that you, you work out a network deal with a home warranty company that helps put that into their house. Maybe, you know, you work out a deal with a, a home cleaning service and every so many months they renew and, and you give them a special discounted package because they bought from you and you get a piece of that monthly residual of getting their house cleaned. Maybe it's like there's so many things you could toss in there. Yeah, value, value communications. You're reaching out and, and connecting with something of value <laughs> rather than just asking if they want to sell or buy. Yeah, you're, I mean, this is where you build a whole business around buying and selling houses or, or, you know, that concept where now it's not just you're the person making the transaction or brokering the deal or helping them buy or sell their house, but you're handling start to finish all the other factors they would need to and not just referring it out to people, but you're setting up deals that literally and in some countries, states and locations, you have to figure out the legalities of what you can and can't accept as far as. Um, you know, a kickback or a partnership in other companies, yeah. but yeah. you could own other companies. There's nothing wrong that says, Hey, you started up XYZ cleaning company and you recommend that they go work with that cleaning company. Cause they'll get three months free when they buy their house from you. Yeah. And then they happen to renew. And now your cleaning business happens to make a side stream of income for you without you having to buy or sell another house to that same person. You own the company. Someone else sells it. You just recommend it and bought them three months free. Like, like there, there's so many ways to do that that you can grow your business. Okay. That, that's that's amazing. Yep. And and so from there, how many how many times can you get them to buy? What's the residual? How many? How often can they have that transaction? And then what's the price point of that transaction? Can you nudge that up every so often? Can you go back to that house and and have some type of ratio? You know, and this is old school stuff. Your A B C. Like every so many weeks, you go back to your A list and contact them and say, hey. Are you ready to buy or sell? And, you know, are you ready to upgrade your house? I saw a property that's 10%. You know, it's been two years since you moved there. Um, most couples, after two years of business growth in a market like this, are ready to go ahead and upgrade their residence. I saw a great property that's only 10% more than the one you're at right now, but it offers all these other benefits. Would you like me to, you know, schedule a showing to take you over and see it? Yeah. Are you upgrading your buyers? Are you helping nudge them and, and tell them, like, you know, people like you do things like this and you nudge them along and help them come out of one house and into the next. And yep. you you literally upgrade your clients yeah. <laughs> and you go back to that same couple that struggled to get their first townhouse and you help them get into their first big house. And, you know, from that big first big house to their vacation home and you work these deals. And, and then th th those are like just key ratios. How many people know who you are? How many can you capture? How many can you convert? How many can you get to buy? How, what, what price point do they buy? Can you nudge that up? And then how often do they buy? Can you nudge that up? Yeah. And the final one, how many referrals can they give you? And not, I'll give you a $25 gift card to Starbucks if you give me a referral. <laughs> What's a real incentive that would cause someone to track down their friends and family? And, and you know, one of the biggest incentives I've ever experienced in buying or selling a home myself, the agent we did business with here in, in, in Tampa, Florida, when we bought this house from her, 
she worked so diligently and so hard. Anyone who ever asked me about real estate around here immediately goes to her yeah. because I know that the work she will do for them makes everyone else look like a joke. So easiest that, way to get referrals. Yeah, okay. So just provide awesome service. Yeah, and that's easy to say, but I mean, literally, like the other agent would misspell stuff, show up late. Yeah. I think he had band practice one day and he couldn't show us the property we wanted. Yeah. How, let, it, me, it, let me ask you a question, Jarek. How does uh, this, this, this lady that, that you deal with in Tampa, how does she keep in touch with you now, um, given that the we transaction's get, been and gone? Sure. With homestead tax every year, I get okay. a text from her that says, hey, your homestead's coming up. You might want to file that PS. Here's the link. And I've already pre-filled out some of the forms for you if you want to use these. Cool. Okay. Nice. Like, oh, shit. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's okay. really good. Yeah. Um, um, and I also get little mailers from her, the traditional stuff. Like, hey, guess what? I just sold this house or just sold that house. If you're interested, let me know. She's trying to upgrade us. I saw a great property up the road from you guys that might be a little nicer than yours if you want to check it out. Like, look, I'd be happy to show you. So she it's sends you that hard mail or, or email or both? Yep. I get hard mails and texts from her. Okay. Um, also, the other thing she's done for us that's awesome is she stood in contact with us via text yep. just as a friend yep. so that when stuff pops up and we email her about it, like, hey, a pipe just broke. Do you know anyone? Oh my gosh, here's three different people. I recommend number one, they usually do it the best, but number two, honestly, will save you some money. So just either way, it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, like you could ask this lady anything. Yeah. And, and, and she'll, she'll jump on it in 10 seconds and tell us exactly who, what, when, where. And, and honestly, she'll give us the whole scoop. Like, yeah. I recommend this one because they deliver the best service, but they're a little bit more expensive. This one's a little cheaper, but it might take them two days longer. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. wow. Well, with uh, with email with the email open rate plummeting, it's like it's twenty percent on a good day. Uh, but who doesn't open a text message? So you know that's that's brilliant that she's uh, that she's developing that and, and staying in touch with you. You're obviously uh, getting those messages. Yeah, the one piece with text you do got to be careful of. Um, I did some consulting work for a text marketing company a while ago. Uh-huh. Uh, don't mass email people on text it pisses them off <laughs> sure you got to customize it you got to customize it and you got to communicate one by one yeah and and so that's the one where most people are like holy mackerel how the heck am i supposed to communicate one by one with all these different people that's where the effort comes in yeah and and it's just scheduling and you know an hour each day to say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on there and i'm gonna have my list you have to have a list outside of your phone otherwise it is very difficult to keep up with all of it in your phone keep a list outside your phone or on your computer and just go down the list and communicate one by one with those people um i I don't know what it is but there's also other programs you can use i've seen them and our our team uses it i just don't know what the title is our team does it for us okay but there's certain programs you can use where you can be on your desktop and texting to people, and when they text back, it comes into an application on your computer so that you can type to them instead of having the text to them. That's very useful if you're going to talk to yeah. a lot of people because well, now a, you can. I'm a partner in a software company called Locked On who sponsors this show. Uh, it's a real estate CRM, and we have that feature. So it's, there you go. Uh, it's, uh, it's brilliant. So the, the name you were looking for, Jarek, was Locked On. There you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now, mate, I want to talk to you about I, – I loved your um, – when I was researching this, uh, I researched your book, uh, which is called Live It. Um, I checked out your podcast, and guys, check that out, by the way. I'm, I'm going to put a link in all of this to the show notes for this episode, but Jarek's podcast is Learn It, Live It, Give It. Check it out. Um, 
I loved your 2013 TED Talk. I think it was Lower East Side TED Talk. Uh, and you've, you've had rave reviews from that. And and I watched it again yesterday, and it taps back into something that you've talked about a couple of times. And I'd love your two cents on this because I think it's I think it's really powerful. And and you talk, by the way, um, you talk about you, uh, you've developed a revolutionary approach to accelerating results for business uh, in different industries, and I love that. But there seems to be in real estate, in any industry, there seems to be this massive. I'm hearing this massive disconnect between. I know what I've got to do, but I'm not getting off my butt and actually doing it. And you address that really well in, in your talk. Can you just give us a bit of a summary around, you know, like you, you'd go and see somebody and you talk to them. And, and as you said before, the guy says, I know I've got to do it, but I just don't have the time. Or they start creating excuses. How do we break through? How do we turn the knowing into actually doing? How, how do we get the action going? Sure. Um, so, so th- there's lots of different ways. There was a research study done, I think it was Indiana University, and, and they found out when someone signs up for something by themselves, um, they have like a 47% chance of follow through. Yeah. And when someone signs up with a partner, a spouse, a teammate, someone that they're going to do it together, that, that follow through rate jumps all the way up to like 94.7%. Yeah. Yeah. Doubles. And, and so what's wild about that is one of the first ways you can absolutely get yourself into action is, is have someone on your team that you can hold yourself and them accountable to actually performing together. Um, now, now, some key things about picking that person. So this is peer group. Who you surround yourself with is one key factor that will determine if you take action or don't. Um, and, and, and let me just give you an example. If you started hanging out with a group of people who were the equivalent of like Navy SEALs, or army rangers or you know the the special ops of the air force who we've done training for and when you go work with these gentlemen um their standard is they get the job done period yep come on mate. that's it yeah there's nothing else that exists there is no other option there is no like oh well the thing was the weather that day was kind of (laughs) uh it's like you either do it or you die literally in their case yeah and and the death is not an option so they they just go and get it done and, and it's wild. It's wild to work with human beings who uphold that standard and how they live because there is no other option. It just gets done. Yeah. And so let's say you found someone who treats the gym like that every day, the work, their workout, and all of a sudden they're your accountability buddy. There's not a day you don't go. Of course. It doesn't exist. It's not a possibility. Yeah. Let's say you go find an agent that closes you know, somehow – they generate a lead into the process of closing every day. And and there's no other standard. There is no like, I gave my 100 calls and nothing happened today standard. Like, no, I, I close business every day. Now, whether, you know, I have multiple ways to close business. I have stuff all the way down to, you know, an inexpensive entry-level way to a, to a high-level way. But there's not a day that we move forward that we do not close business. Every day we, we make business happen. And it's like, whoa. Like when you start getting around into that group and you have that person that you're working with, you start performing at the same level or you get kicked out of the group. And so there's this weird innate thing built into our nervous system as humans that we don't want to get kicked out of the group. We want to belong. So if we decide to join this freaking group and, and everyone's upholding this high standard, it's like, holy crap, they're going to kick me out if they find out I don't uphold this standard. All of a sudden, you start upholding the standard. Um, it's pretty remarkable to watch. And, and you can take someone with average talent, but put them around the right peers, and they start performing above average in results. 
And it's like, wow, it has nothing to do with their talent. It has everything to do with the group that they're surrounding themselves with. Yeah. It's really remarkable. So, so that's one way. Get around people who do not settle for a standard less than what you want. And all of a sudden, you will start upholding a new standard in your life. Now, you can do this for yourself. And if you science shows, if you get another person, it doubles your, your rate of follow through. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so that's one way. Yeah. Second way, um, you, you got to be able to, speaking of doing it yourself, you have to be able to, to, to take control of certain things in your body. Um, th- th- there's a, my godfather created this thing called NLP a long time ago. Um, and, and it's one of the things in that model of understanding of, of helping people is something he called meta programs. And meta programs, to keep it super simple, some people are moving towards people. Meaning if it's if the prize is big enough, they will work so unbelievably hard until they get the prize. Some people are moving away from people. Meaning if the pain is big enough, they will run like hell away from the pain. <laughs> Most of us are a bit of both. Yeah. But all of us have our own unique percentage of which one we need. I call this creating emotional rocket fuel. Meaning if you're going to drive – in the movie The Fast and the Furious when it first came out. Yep. You know, there's this scene where they're driving these race cars down the road and all of a sudden, you know, when they take off and they're racing, they're using gasoline. This is like pleasure. It long lasting, burning, high burning fuel. It'll take you for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And it's this amazing, great fuel that's just long lasting, go hundreds of miles on the tank of gasoline. And then at the very moment it's needed, they press the little red button and all of a sudden you hear a and then the car goes and just takes <laughs> off. And, and, and that's called nitrous oxide that's in this right. movie. Yep. Nas, yep. you know, and Nas is the equivalent of pain in most people's lives. Yep. Because if I come in and I took a big steaming hot red casting iron and I poked you in the butt with it, that'd be some pain. And you go ah! and run like hell. <laughs> and that pain so painful that you move into action. Now, here's the thing, though. Some people use pain as their driving force for their whole life because it's the pain of moving away from their childhood. It's the pain of proving someone wrong. It's the pain of being made fun of. It's the pain of not having what they want. It's the pain of not making the money they want. It's the pain of whatever. And they use it as the whole driving force. The problem is that'll burn you out. So if you took a car engine and you poured only nitrous oxide into the gas tank, you turn it on, it would blow up the engine. Yeah. And – the equivalent of what happens in our nervous system as a human that's called adrenal fatigue, meaning you burn out your adrenals as a human and you find yourself literally trying to still push on the gas and your body's literally out of fuel and, and you, you feel tired, you feel exhausted, you can't think straight, you, go to, you have to go to the doctor. I had a friend who did this to himself and he put himself on six-month bed rest by the doctor, he had to stay in bed for six months because he burned his adrenals out so bad that if he could not recover after six months, there's a good chance the doctor said he was going to die. Wow. And I was like, wow, so you, yeah. this is legit. You can really do this. And he was driving his whole life out of pain and pushing himself to work so hard to try to run away from the pain that eventually he burnt out his engine. Yep. And so you have to use pain strategically, but you use pain. You don't let you pain use you. He was letting pain use him and he was burning himself out. So on the other side, you use pain. You stir up the most painful, ugly, you know, frustrating moments of your life and you kind of store them in a little piggy bank. And when you need them, you reach in there and pull one out and think about it and feel it in your body and get freaking pissed off. And you let that fire you up so much. You say, not another damn day, not a fucking moment. I'm going to do it now. And 
bam, you go make shit happen. Yeah. Now, now you're moving. That's when you use pain. You use pain for the initial burst of energy to get yourself going. But once you get momentum on your side, you have to switch gears. And this is where you need a daily routine that every single day you pile on the pleasure. Oh, man, this is what my 20-year vision looks like. This is what my 10-year vision looks like. This is what my five-year vision looks like. This is my one-year goals. This is my six-month goals. This is my weekly actions I'm going to take this week in order to be on track for those goals. Yes, yes, yes. You know, And then you go in the affirmations. You build yourself. I'm a lean, mean, selling machine. Everyone that meets me buys a home. Everyone that meets me sells a home. I'm a mean, lean, listing machine. Every day I kick ass. Now, this sounds weird for some people, and they're like, okay, I'm going to affirm my – I'm going to – what is it? I'm going to manifest a fucking sale today. No. You're building the internal confidence, and you're focusing your mind like a laser beam on where you want to go so that nothing else exists in your nervous system. And what happens is if you build this every single day, use the pain to spark you and get momentum going, use the pleasure to drive you and compel you to keep moving forward, you have a mission you're on and with a 20-year vision of what's this going to add up to physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, how are you going to build a financial empire out of your real estate business over the next 20 years by taking this action right now and you know that this one stepping stone today will lead to that 20-year vision as long as you don't stop moving forward, all of a sudden you've got some power lit under you yeah. and the equivalent there if you look at warren buffett's investment career it's like pennies 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 64 billion dollars yep. you're like what the heck and if warren would have given up when he was at like 1.2 million dollars or 102,000, he'd never be you know one of the richest people on the planet yeah but it's the ability to have that north star vision the compelling beaming light vision out in front of you that's compelling you to keep moving forward even when it feels like it's not working in the beginning because that's the hardest part. So for those of you getting started, you need a North Star, which I always say is your 20-year vision. Now, remind yourself, when you go on a road trip and use the North Star to guide you, you don't feel like you're going to arrive at the North Star later, later tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> like It's the guiding light. It's the huge, obnoxiously large vision, the big, hairy, audacious goal, the thing that's so big and so bright that as long as you're moving in that direction, you know you're going the right way. That's what you're looking for with that one. Yeah. Coming all the way back to the goal, the goal is the X on the map. You should arrive at that place by the end of this year. Like that is the specific location and destination you need to arrive at by this time. And, and there's a time limit. And hopefully, if you have the right strategic plan, which we love helping companies and people build, you'll arrive early. And you go, well, shit. You know, I had a client who just called me the other day from London. He was one of my first coaching clients I ever had on my own seven years ago when I first broke off and did, started coaching on my own. And he was a lawyer. He had, he had big goals. He wanted to become a partner, wanted to make a million bucks a year in salary, wanted to live in a certain part of London. He wanted all these things, wanted to have two kids, all this stuff. He, he emailed me and, and we talked last week and he said, hey, the reason I'm calling you is every single thing I wrote down as my vision for 10 years um, that we wrote down seven years ago, I've accomplished. And it's only been seven years. And he said, I'm kind of just treading water right now and trying to figure out what's next. So I looked back and I said, what helped me get here? And honestly, it was the strategic plan we put together then. Um, if you're open to it, I'd like to put together another one for where I can go from here. It's like, wow. done, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you know, he's making the million bucks a year. He, he's living in the part of London he wanted. He has two beautiful kids. He's a partner in one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. Like, he's done it. Yeah. It's like, cool, look at that. And, and, and so that's, that was his 10-year vision. Now he did it in seven. So you arrive early. You, you high-five, celebrate, reset the game plan, and keep going. Um, 
And, and so in order to do that, one, you need the plan. That yeah. <laughs> You can't do those kind of results without a freaking plan. Uh, the other side, though, is you need something I hinted at earlier, which is you need personal performance. And when you talk about action, um, I always say there's 11 factors. I'll share a couple with you here. Okay. Uh, for busy entrepreneurs, and, and, and let me frame this right. If we were in a wartime, like World War One, knock on wood, we don't ever have to go through it again. But if and if it happened, um, if you get captured by the enemy, I always ask, what are the first three things they take away from you? Well, movement. They lock you in a cell. Notice they don't like put you in a gym and they're like, hey, pal, like hit the weights later. Like, you know, see you on the treadmill and we'll hit the we'll hit some swimming lessons no, later. That's not going to no. happen. No, they lock you in a small cell so that you don't have the ability to move or exercise or or get your body strong and vibrant and be the most passionate, pumped up version of yourself. Like they, they make you sit down and they lock you somewhere where you're still, your muscles start to deteriorate, you don't feel like the strongest version of yourself, and, and you, your willpower starts to decrease because you start to just kind of give up physically and then emotionally and then mentally. Um, next thing they do, you notice they have these huge buffets in most prisons? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't spent too much time behind bars, so I, Look, I wouldn't know. But uh, just checking. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but but from my experience of what I've read about them, like I haven't been there either. But they don't have big old buffets where you eat no. as much as you want or whatever you want. And have super healthy options to keep your your muscles lean and strong. No, they give you like uh, I don't know. This is probably the worst version, but a bowl of soup and a piece of bread or something. Like they give you slop. They give you this ugly stuff that's not nutritionally rich that's not the most optimal fuel you can put in your body that does not help you stay the healthiest strongest happiest most focused version of yourself they give you something that'll help you survive not thrive yeah so that's the second piece the third piece if they want to torture you they throw on music loud bursting music 24 hours a day they keep the lights really bright and hot in the room and they don't let you sleep like nickelback yeah, there you go. They, they they just kill you with Nickelback. But but they throw on music and they this is called torture. They keep you awake 24 hours. They do not let you sleep because it breaks your mental and spiritual and physical will yes. to survive and, yeah. and thrive. Yeah. Jeez, and you know a lot about this, Jarek. You're scaring me uh, away a bit. Yeah. <laughs> careful. But, but, but here's what happens though. That's how they break your spirit. That's how they break your mental edge. That's okay. how they break your, your will to want to succeed. And what's funny is entrepreneurs, what are the first three things we give up when we get really busy? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> our time? Our, our priorities? Watch this. How often do you hear a busy entrepreneur say, you know, I, I just sneak in as much sleep as I can get because I have to keep going. I just don't have time to sleep as much as I need. Yeah. P.S. The best athletes on the world, Usain Bolt, Serena Williams, Michael Phelps, like go down the list of the top, top, top athletes Olympic athletes, they sleep nine to 12 hours a night. Yeah. Most busy, busy entrepreneurs sleep like four, five, six hours a night. And they're like, well, hey, Donald Trump sleeps that much per night. Well, he's orange, so I don't know how that worked out for him. But, <laughs> I, you know, he is what he is. But that concept, you hear these people who say, sleep later. Like, and, and I'm related to someone who said that for years. The problem is the research shows the optimum amount of sleep to get optimum performance out of your mind and body is seven and a half to eight hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Not just not just sleep. You need deep sleep. You need high quality sleep. And there's certain things we can show you, like a simple breathing exercise you can do before bed that can maximize the deep quality sleep you get. I had a friend of mine and a client. Uh, he's a chief master sergeant in the U.S. Air Force. He came home after deployment, had heavy levels of PTSD. He was only getting three hours of sleep a night and only like 20 minutes of deep sleep. That is 
ridiculously horrible for your health long term. So we taught him a simple breathing technique. You breathe in four seconds through your nose. You hold your breath for four seconds. You breathe out for four seconds through your mouth. And you hold the breath out for four seconds and repeat for five minutes. That's it. That's as technical as it got. I used that. I used that from uh, somebody that we both know uh, told me about that years ago. Yeah. 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 Very, very powerful. He started doing that breathing before bed for five minutes. He immediately got his sleep from, from three hours up to five hours and from like 20 minutes of deep sleep up to two hours of deep sleep. Wow. In a wow. week. Yeah. And and so these are things where it's like we can show you how to immediately get results even if you're faced with PTSD at that level. Like these things work. Yeah. And, and most real estate agents aren't, hopefully. There's no traumatic experiences from buyers or sellers. But that, that concept though, we can help you get through it. Now you go to nutrition. You know, I have a friend of mine, he's called the brain when it comes to personal fitness because he's a science nerd and and nerds out on everything. Uh, He can take blood samples for you, have them run and tell you how well each of your organs absorbs absorbs certain nutrients and he can optimize your nutrition plan to the point that you're fueling your body with the right fuel at the right time to get your body to absorb the right nutrients for maximum personal performance. That That would be fascinating, I reckon, to know that. Yeah, it is. You yeah. got to put the right fuel at the right time. Yeah. It's like you press that red NAS button at the wrong time, your car explodes. <laughs> like, yeah. oops, right fuel, wrong time, totally screwed up the mission, doesn't work. Um, you know, that's the same thing. You know, I, I've been told by my mentors, you do the right thing at the wrong time, you get zero reward or you get punished versus you do the right thing at the right time, magic, you get all the rewards. Yeah. Final piece, movement. You know, do you have something set up that's allowing you to move and keep your body at its best? Now, for most people, um, you know, there's scientific research that shows if you take a group and have them exercise 45 minutes three times a week, it, it cuts the risk of a heart attack in half. It cuts the risk of cancer in half. Like there's so many freaking benefits. ridiculous. I like the benefits psychologically. It boosts your feeling of control in your life and gives you the certainty that you're literally creating the life you want. There was some research at Harvard that shows that. And it's like, wow, just by exercising for 45 minutes, three days a week. And it's like, whoa, like you can give yourself that personal power where you feel in control of your life just by doing this kind of stuff. Those are three factors. Those are overly simple. Some other things, there's cool devices nowadays where we can measure your base level EEG, which is your, your brainwave scan. And in the morning, if you were to do a simple meditation for three to seven minutes, I can tell how well you're able to clear your mind. Now, as a busy entrepreneur, if you can't clear your mind at will and stay laser focused on the one task that needs to happen, you're screwed. I was going to ask you about. I was going to ask you about meditation. Is is the morning the best time? First thing. Um, all the time. I say doesn't matter if it's morning. Like I, I, there's a pattern I use because my thought is I want to clear out the tablet. You know, tabula rasa, clear slate. I want to clear out the slate for everything left over yesterday. Scrub it clean. And then start first thing in the morning by filling my mind with all the things I want to achieve, experience, have, feel, go, do, kind of like the ideal day vision process. Um, From there, fill my mind with that and put so much of those thoughts in my head that there's no room for negativity. There's no room for doubt. There's no room for uncertainty. There's no room for anything else but the result to happen that we're after. And so I always say meditate in the morning, clear out the mind then fill it with what you want and use that as your fuel all throughout the day mentally. Um, Other people do it at different times. The goal here, though, is if you meditate even three to seven minutes a day consistently, 
literally what happens is you grow the gray matter in the front of your brain, which gives you the ability to one, boost your happiness, because that's where a big piece that's a component to happiness. Two, it allows you to have better control of your focus throughout the day, which is really important for busy entrepreneurs with a million things going on. Because yeah. you have to be able to know that an email came in, a text came in, your kid needs you, your wife needs you, your husband needs you. Um, the, that, that paper didn't get filed. This thing didn't happen. Oh shit, I need to go to my appointment and be 100% present without anything else on my mind. Go. How well can you clear your mind? Yeah. Most yeah. people can't, and that's why they don't close the deal, because they missed the little wiggle of the eye or they missed the bite on the lip or they missed the the head shake or they missed feeling that they shook your hand different because they were nervous when they're about to buy the house and you let a buying cue slip by when you if you were present you would have saw it and you would have right then jumped on it and known that now was the time for them to sign the paper instead of three minutes from now when they decide not to because you talk too freaking much yeah it's like damn yeah. because you weren't present so so those pieces like how well can you stay present the other one um, there's a little device we use that tracks your breath pattern all day. This one's fun. It tells you when you're calm, focused, or tense all throughout the day. And cool. if you go into a sales or negotiation meeting, let's say you're negotiating with the seller and buyer. You're sitting at the table negotiating. And all of a sudden, they say something that gets under your skin, and you go into a tense state. All that means is they've activated fight or flight in your nervous system, and now you're emotionally responding instead of logically thinking. Now, Quick question. I don't know about you, but how many people listening have lost a really important deal because you emotionally responded to something instead of logically said what needed I to have. happen? I have. Yep. Yeah. And how much money would be back in your pocket if you could have logically responded instead of emotionally reacted? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, point. a mentor of mine said, you know, if you could take back three of your worst decisions, how much more money would be in your bank account right now? Yeah. yeah. Interesting question, eh? <laughs> Yeah, three yeah. decisions. You yeah. could put a whole lot of money back in your bank account. And a lot of those decisions were not made from a logical place. Yeah. So the, the part of that is, you know, can you track your breathing all day? And, and can you know how often you're tense, how often you're focused, how often you're, you're, you're calm? And do you have the ability that when you go into a tense state, again, two or three breaths, and all of a sudden you can be right back to focused. And that, that, that's like Navy SEAL style co training because they have to train themselves that when bombs are blowing up and bullets are flying and things are clanging and banging and people are getting shot, that they have to stay total laser focused through the whole process and never lose track of the mission. Yeah. Do you have the ability to do that in your day-to-day -day life? Yeah. And, and, and you know, there's devices, like the one for breathing is called Spire, S-P-I-R-E. The one for meditation is called Muse, M-U-S-E. These are little devices you can use that now when people say go meditate, you know, back in the day, you close your eyes, talk to yourself for 20 minutes and go, yeah, I did it, I think, but you have no clue if it worked or not. With Muse, it'll literally show you you were 78% calm in the last three minutes and you had 20, you know, or 15% or 12% or active thoughts and 1%, you know, neutral. It'll show you how your brain was actually doing during that seven minutes. So you can have metrics to measure and fine tune over time. So these aren't these aren't smartphone apps. These are devices. Yep. Okay. So one dev one device is the Muse. That company's out of Toronto. Okay. And and it's a little meditation headband you put on each day and meditate with it. We use it with all our clients, and I have a dashboard that I can see how well they meditate each day. Wow. Um, Spire little belt clip thing you throw on your belt, or for women you strap it on your bra strap, and it tracks your breath all day. That one's from Stanford University, and that I have a dashboard that I can see my my clients' breathing patterns throughout the day. That's crazy.
Yeah. yeah. I can coach them when I can see some metrics on them. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I, know, I know if they're going into a big negotiation and they're tense all morning, yeah. I might text them and go, yo, breathe, bro. Like, <laughs> I know you're freaking out, but go do some push-ups. Like, let's get ready for this match. Like, don't go in freaking out. That's going to suck. Yeah. And, and and they go, oh, okay. And all of a sudden, we get them back to normal, and they go in and kick ass. Yeah. And, and all it was was recognizing a pattern, knowing what's about to happen, and getting them out of that pattern into a better place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, if you have a whole team, and you know that your team who's making calls to try to get listings is all tense for 30 minutes – Get out on your sales floor and be like, come on, stand up, play yeah. some music, dance around, have some fun. Come on, enjoy the process. Yeah. You can better manage the results of your team because when people are in fight or flight, they don't sell well. Yeah, true, true. Let's move towards uh, wrapping up, Jarek. This has been an absolute blast. I've made so many notes here. I've got like three pages of notes. And I'm going to put everything that I've got in the show notes so uh, people can check it out there and, and a lot of the references you've made. Can you leave us with one little life lesson, one little uh, thing to think about during the day, something that's going to help us change a habit or you've just given us so much, but is there one little thing that comes to mind that you can leave us with? Um, super simple. This is just a philosophy. If you look for your peer group and you want to build a powerful peer group, because I know busy professionals kind of have a tough time doing this because they're so busy working. Yes. Uh, they don't spend a whole lot of time making friends. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, so the concept of, um, for longevity purposes, meaning the people who live the longest generally have a powerful peer group of, of friends and community around them. Yes. Uh, one of the five regrets of the dying people is saying, I wish I would have spent more time connecting with the people that I cared about the most. Yeah. So don't die with regrets. And the easy way to do this, um, think of it in three parts, 33%. 33% of the people that you're going to want to purposely surround yourself with should be a step or two ahead of you in some category of life meaning you can learn from them of what's working in their world that, that they, they're doing better than you at and you can learn it. Um, next, 33% should be at the same level. You can live it and, and you can trade war stories of what's working and what's not right now and kind of update your plans and, and work hard to kind of elevate each other. And then 33% should, should I always say, give it. that The third piece should be a step or two behind you in some category that you can pay forward uh, what you've learned that works to help them catch up and become, you know, same level peers as you. So that thought process of saying, hey, learn it, live it, give it. Learn yeah. from the people ahead of you, live it with the people at the same level and give it and pay forward to the, to the people step two behind you and help them catch up. And if everyone's repeating that process, we'll elevate everyone's business and everyone's life and constantly be growing what the standard is uh, of life around the around the world. Yeah. Yeah, so learn it, live it, give it. Hey, what a great name for a podcast. Oh, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, man. This has been a blast. Uh, I'm going to listen back over over the, to this straight away because uh, you've just given us so much gold. Um, please uh, check out Design Your Ideal Day. Go to go to Jarek's uh, website, Jarek, J-A-I-R-E-K, Robbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Um, check out Jarek's book. Check out the podcast, learn it, live it, give it. All the uh, links are going to be on the show notes. Jarek Robbins, uh, thanks for joining us on Top Agents Playbook. Very welcome. Thanks for having me. The Top Agents Playbook podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On discount for life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.